Hi, this is Thomas Sturkin, and you're listening to the Famous Cat Chronicle. This is episode 2.2. Hi, welcome back to the Famous Cat Chronicle. Today we go back into the JSJ files and find out about the band Ness. John San Juan is part of the amazing Chicago band Hush Drops. He's also been a part of a lot of other great bands as well. Today we find out all about Ness. But in order to find out fully about Ness, we need to know a little bit about the band that came before, Figdish. Figdish started in the early 90s released an independent album called Unleash the Kraken in 1991. This is Diet Song. They released a single on Happy Tales Records. It was amazing. Roll over, please. Don't talk to me now. You'll be alright now. Please roll over. Yeah, I'll be okay. 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 In 1995, they signed to an A&M Records subsidiary, Atlas, and released the excellent album, That's What Love Songs Often Do. The cover artwork was by one Jim Shapiro. Hmm, pay attention, that name is relevant. At some point between the release of their album, That's What Love Songs Often Do in 1995, and the release of the next album, When Shove Goes Back to Push, their record label ceased to exist. In response, Figdish was moved over to a different label within the same corporate family. Their next album is released on Polydor Records in 1997. The album had the same great amazing songs on it. One of the singles released to radio for that album when Shirts Get Tight had a fancy music video starring Jenna Jameson, the famous 90s porn star. There were two versions of the video made. Let's just say only one of the versions could be played on television. She knows But after two albums and not a whole lot of success to show for it, Fig Dish broke up. Two of the members went on to form the band Caviar and recorded 
an album for Island Records. Can get me out town. Mr. Tangerine Speedo. You're all over town. Tangerine la 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 la. That was Tangerine Speedo from the self-titled Caviar album released in 2000. The other two members of the band, Rick Ness and Bill Swartz, went on to form the band Ness. From the debut album from Ness, Up Late With People, that's where the people kick it. The first iteration of that was, I think, Rick, Jim Shapiro, Bill Swartz, and two girls who had been in a group called Starball, Jody Zietler and Tamar Burke. So that was the initial iteration of that that may have lasted for a year or slightly less than a year. And at some point, some point I end up in there as a sub Mm -hmm. and I don't really remember how that worked. Maybe somebody was trying to leave. So I ended up in there on this sort of temporary or just as you can basis. And then, and simultaneously I'm doing hush drops and playing with the web brothers. And then at some point, probably when the Web Brothers ended for me, I was like, well, I'm, I'm available to do, to play a Ness as much as, uh, as much as you'll have me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, Rick and I were uh, socially very close at the time. Yeah. And you know, and I felt there was just something complimentary about us playing together. First Ness album up late with people, that's imaginary life. And so that was a I mean, that was that was a pretty liquid thing because people were coming and going for a while, pretty much from the time that I joined through to the end. Rick was at guitar and, and voice, but I seem to remember always having you know, if I if I didn't have a bass in my hand, it was a guitar. If it wasn't a guitar, it was a piano and and so goes it for some of the other people who were in the band or came into the band and mm-hmm. either temporarily or for longer periods. Um, so it was pretty fluid in what it was. Mm-hmm. And it started out being all of all of Rick's songs. Mm-hmm. And I think that it evolved in a way that he encouraged where everybody was contributing and everybody was writing and singing and and that was another thing. It was, you know, everybody was young enough that just had really strong voices, so a lot of harmonies. Goodbye. And I feel much better when the night envelops the earth and all those silly things you're saying will become as loud as they're worth. 
second Ness album, You Can't Afford to Feel. That song is called I Intend. Yeah, I made, we made two records. Mm-hmm. And... That first one was phenomenal. Up Late with People by Ness really deserved more than it got. You know, it's interesting. I, I listened to it because you had you had asked for copies of it, and yeah. I'm like, I can't find physical copies, but um, I'm sure it's it's in the tubes somewhere. Um, so I found, you know, I, I sent it to you, and I sort of just, I hadn't listened to it, heard mm-hmm. it in so long that I went back and just sort of scanned a number of the tracks and, like, does this sound like I remember? Is the title jogging a correct and accurate memory? Yeah, there were a couple of there were a couple of things that I know. There was at least one song where I was like, I can barely claim to remember this song or how it goes, or um, and that just may be a testament to you know you cram enough mm-hmm. music into your memory that at some point something that you were regularly playing and working on and actively in something will get shoved out yeah eventually second Ness album, You Can't Afford to Feel, released in 2008, that's Pretty White. Knowing Fig Dish music, Ness almost seemed to be a more logical extension of the momentum that Fig Dish had going, more so than Caviar. Yeah, 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 I think I think that's right. And it was just, you know, as I remember it, I think of it as a sort of Rick... I think deliberately was going a lot more sort of proggy mm-hmm. that, you know, at the time, once it was sort of clear that like, okay, we're all listening to things like Yes and Genesis, it just seemed like, well, well why not, right? But uh, it's funny, you know, the second album I, has a 25-minute song on it, and I was sort of scanning through that, you know, a few days ago, and just thinking, boy, that was the old thing. I don't know that I could muster the, you know, whatever. I mean, you're, I know you're familiar with the Hush Drops work. Um, there's a, a sort of pathological succinctness that... Uh, get in, get out. Right, yeah. And it's, you know, right. I think a lot of it is, you know, like shared ADHD. Um, <laughs> that, you know, yeah, these, okay, well, we said it. Uh, don't loiter, you know, too long. Yeah, um, yeah. Pushing out in a way that was, uh, you know, certainly unique in my musical life.
From the 2008 Ness album, You Can't Afford to Feel, that's a portion of a 24-minute song called The Future Used to Be Cool. I think the, as, as I understood it, Bill Swartz, the drummer of Ness, was mm-hmm. he was a real force of nature in a lot of ways, and he really was kind of the engine of it, mm-hmm. and the glue of it, and in terms of the types of disputes people would have or things people would get hung up on musically Mm -hmm. of course bill somehow provided a crucial balance Mm -hmm. and he and his family at some point moved to berlin oh wow and now they're in new york something about him being gone it gradually became unmoored and as i remember it I definitely thought at the time, like, well, we've, you know, we've kind of lost the engine. Ness are Rick Ness, John San Juan, Bill Swartz, and Phil Young. On these recordings, Rick played the right-handed guitars and sang quite a bit. That's his piano in Elena Marguerite. John played the left-handed guitars and basses and sang as well. He also played keyboards when necessary. Bill played the drums and didn't sing much. Phil played most of the keyboards and the Rickenbacker bass and did a lot of singing. From the final Ness album, You Can't Afford to Feel, that song is going home. We hope you've enjoyed this look back through the JSJ files for a band that not only was a lesser-known chapter in John San Juan's career, but a band that really, in my opinion, deserved much more than the, the scant recognition that they got for the two albums that they released, 2004's Up Late With People and 2008's You Can't Afford to Feel. When you get a chance, search out on YouTube the video for Where the People Kick It to see a fun look of this band. Just killing it. Keep listening for more from the JSJ Files, but also for the second part of the Hush Drops interview and more wonderful interviews to come in the new year. Thank you guys so much here at the end of 2020 for making this podcast worth continuing. And write us, if you enjoy what you've heard, write us letters at fccpod at gmail.com and find us on Facebook. Thanks a lot. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Famous Cat Chronicle.
that one might be the keeper. 